Hello and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Herb. And I'm Christina. Together we are bringing you ideas about education, entrepreneurship, and relationships that are both inside and outside the box. If you like the show, be sure to follow Christina on Facebook and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. In our inaugural episode, we are being interviewed by Marshall Live, speaker, coach, and friend. He helps us share our mission and story about why we got started. Enjoy our very first episode of Bringing Education Home. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live, and I am live. I am here with my new good friends, Christina and Herb, part of our inner circle. Welcome, guys. Thank you for being here. We're just finishing up our Phoenix Mastermind, and uh, everybody has gone home except for uh, us and Kirsty. And what you guys, well, first off, how was the weekend? What was it like for you guys out here in Phoenix? It was amazing. So glad to be here. So glad to make the connections. So glad to learn the new learning and training that we had. It's really helping us move forward. That's it, awesome. was, it was also really energizing, um, it, uplifting, you know, as we were building this. So it gets really lonely. And so the, the medicine, the people here, the, the stuff that was going on, um, just really as, a, as an entrepreneur, it gave me a, a re-lift, a revitalization to really start push through the next set of challenges. I, I appreciate that. I feel very much the same way. It's like, even though I host these things, it's a, it's a place where I come to get filled up and poured into. I know this is your very first experience, well, not your very first experience at one of these things, but like this is definitely more of the entrepreneur thing is more of Herb's thing, I think. Yours is definitely the education thing. Exactly. And I, why I wanted to go live and share Herb and Christina with you all is because they're on this very interesting mission. It's a, and it's a mission that's actually really, really close to my heart. And it's one that, well, I, I'll let, I'll, we'll get into the story here in a second. Herb's been an entrepreneur for as, as long as you know he's been a child. And Christina has been teaching in the public schools for the last 27 years. So she's making an impact directly in the classrooms. And you guys know that my, my whole entire existence is based on your message, your message and going out there and helping other people turn their mess into their message. So when Christina and her came into my inner circle, they had a mess that they wanted to turn into a message. And as we started to unpack, what is this mission that they're creating? It turns out that they're having this idea of how entrepreneurs and education and bringing it back home into the phone home, bringing it back home to the family is like of the utmost importance. And so I wanted to get them on, on here. I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions. I wanted to like really, I want to get to the bottom of these things. I titled this, uh, the public school system is broken and the homeschool model doesn't work. Okay, so you, we, the three of us have gone rounds on coaching calls about this as we yeah. developed our brand. And if you're watching this, I don't care if it's live or it's on replay, do me a favor right now. Just a yes or no below. I don't care if you watch this on replay, come play along with me, yes or no. Do you believe that the public education system in America is broken right now? Yes or no? Do you believe that the public education system in America is broken right now? Answer yes or no. And so before we get into what you guys think, Christina, Tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how did you get into teaching? What grade did you teach? Where at? What, like, what has your experience been since, since the beginning over the last 27 years? Well, it's been a very beautiful career, but also very frustrating at the same time. 27 years, mostly in the lower grades, first, second, third grade. Um, kids that come from all sorts of different backgrounds. Lovely little school that I was in. My elementary school that I went to, that I went back to really? to teach. Yeah, absolutely. That's super. So cool. it's super strong community. But unfortunately, as time went on, as policies changed, as the school district grew and other people came into basically power, it changed. It wasn't the same. Suddenly, I had 
extra kids in my room that was way right. bigger than it should have been. Um, special needs kids that I couldn't necessarily serve because I was also trying to serve the rest of the kids in my classroom. Yeah. And just different things that make it very difficult for teachers. I imagine. Um, and it, it broke my heart. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't find the time to reach every single kid in my classroom and make that connection they need to make them feel like school is where they really want to be. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I, it's I have a lot of friends who are teachers and they say the same thing. It's like mm -hmm. the construct of how, that, how the system is put together really limits a teacher's impact that they can have on the students. It's like trying to fight with one hand tied behind your back. <laughs> I actually, that brought up something I want to come back to, but before we do, Mr. Herb, Tell us a little bit about, about yourself. Uh, how did you end up here? How did, how did you end up here? How long have you been an entrepreneur? And what's going on with this mission that you guys have created? Um, I've, I've been an entrepreneur before I knew what an entrepreneur really was. Um, <laughs> I, I grew up way out in the middle of nowhere in a small town, and there just weren't a lot of opportunities. Um, and then when I got to college, um, I, I met her. So we met in college. and. She was actually in the process of becoming a teacher then, so the entire time I have known this amazing woman, she has been a teacher. And so actually over the 27 years that she's teaching, um, watching, the fresh, watching her go from this joyful, I'm doing what I love, as the school system changed, watching her, um, the stress come in, the, the losing the enjoyment, the continuing to try and battle for the kids, and staying way longer, than, than really she should, just just for the sake of the kids, even though it was just taking her health. Yeah. And so, um, right out of college, you know, I did take corporate jobs, but around the scenes, I was always working entrepreneurship. I was always trying to build my business. Yeah. I was I was in the self development, um, and and there is so much, so much about building yourself and building your business in the self development and education world. And when we started the family after work, you know, I, I was working on the businesses and she was teaching and we thought we had a really great relationship with our family. We thought that we were bringing them along. Um, but in the background, we were also losing so much time with them mm -hmm. in this education system that was also kind of teaching principles that didn't align with who we were and what we were actually trying to bring about. That's that's interesting. So I want to ask the viewer, listen, if you guys are watching on replay, let me know below, like how, as an entrepreneur, have you experienced any of that? Because I know in the beginning, I didn't know about entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur since I've been a little boy as well. I didn't know what an entrepreneur was until I was like 30, you know? But in the beginning, I was like, I went in and got, I got a job. I went to five different colleges. You know, I only made it like a semester each time and I dropped out like, but the system and the way that America is designed made me feel stupid. Like, I mean, I'm going to be 38 uh, in about two weeks at the time of shooting this. And so I grew up in a time in the, in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s when it was like, you got to go to college. Like, you got to go to college if you're going to get a good job. Like, what are you even thinking? But something to me was never like, that doesn't, that, that, the structure doesn't feel right. It's very, it's very restrictive. And I knew that I didn't want to go have a regular job. And so entrepreneurship was opened the door for me. So if you're like us, I'm asking you, how has that, has that been your experience? Like, did you have to go to work? Were you doing something different before you got into entrepreneurship? Because the question that really brings up that I want to ask you guys is that, <clears throat> it's funny if you know me and you've been following me for a while, I wasn't, I've, I've been a father at the time of shooting this for about, about a little over a year now. And I, as a single man and a single coach and single speaker, I used to tell everybody all the time these things they got to do to change their life. 
I had no idea what it, what it required to be a parent and an entrepreneur at the same time. So first off, I just want to apologize to all the people out there who've been following me for years. I'm giving a good taste of my own medicine now. Yep. And I say that you know, tongue in cheek because I, there, is, there is a lot of things about the education system that we can dive into. And we'll ask some questions here in a second. And I want to go back to kind of the beginning of your teaching career. And I, I'm really curious how technology impacted teachers you know, reaching the yeah. classroom from the time, like, I'm assuming 1995 is around the time yep. you came in until right now. So there's some things I wanna, I wanna get into, but before we do, one of the very real struggles that I'm finding is that when you're trying to make time as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. to build a business, to practice self-mastery or personal development and growth, because that's kind of like, that's how entrepreneurship kind of usually starts, right? So you're trying to build your business, you're trying to continue to learn, you're trying to fulfill things inside of your business, you're trying to maintain your household, you're trying to run the kids everywhere, you're trying to be there for your spouse, you're trying to make time for your kiddos, it's like a lot. It is. And it yeah. seems like something, it always falls by the wayside. Mm -hmm. So explain a little bit about like what this means to, to you two and why this is on your heart as you continue to make this mission of like bringing education home. Like why is this relevant to you? Well, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, really starting out on your own, you're going to fail a lot of businesses. Mm. So a lot of our, our money that was coming in from our regular work all got funneled back into the businesses that we were starting because we knew that, that the businesses was kind of a dead that end in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So we were trying to build this freedom for our family. And so there was a lot of stressful times. And during that time, um, we were trying to keep the stresses away from our kids because we thought, you know, we're protecting them. Right. They don't need yeah. to see that. Right. And like you mean, like as, a, as you're, you're building your business, you're building your business over here, but you're kind of keeping your family over here because it's like, I don't want them to have to deal with any of this. Yes. Okay. We're okay. short on money this month, so but we don't uh, tell the boys that you know we're short on money. This anybody month. ever been there before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so like when it's time to pay the bills and you know people have yeah. conversations when it comes time yeah. hard time to pay the bills and decisions have to be made and we would we would insulate the kids from those kind of conversations to protect them. Right. And so they didn't know what we were going through. They had no idea the things that we were doing. They, they, I guess from their point of view, we just weren't quite there for them all yeah. the time. You know, it's interesting too, because now I'm very aware as a parent, you know, my moods, even when, even yes. when I'm trying to hide them, like kids can pick up on an energy. And I know you parents out there know exactly what I'm talking about. Like our kids can pick up on our energy without us ever saying a word. Yes. And I know that people love to go, well, you know, do you want them to learn that, you know, to be like that? And, and that is true. Like, you know, who we show up as in the house as parents, as entrepreneurs, as leaders, like has a massive impact on our kids. And one of the things that I keep dealing with a lot in my, you know, the men that I've been, I'll work with and the people that have been coming to these events is they're like, man, I, I, I don't have, I'm not, especially men. I'm sorry, men, but it's, it's true. But the men are not able to, the relationships with their, women, with their wives are bad. It finds it's like that one, the man will find entrepreneurship and he's off and running and trying to build his business and he's going to build freedom for the family. And then somewhere along that line, he just kind of, and I'm not saying that this is what happened to her, but this is this, I'm asking, this is what kind of what happened to me. It's like they get lost in this business trying to build this thing and the family and the kids and the wife are kind of over here. And so it's like, you're seeing these massive divides inside of the family that, that it breaks my heart because the men go to battle to do this thing. Fix it. It's, 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 and it's so it's so crazy 
Now, I, I want to take a step back from that. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we were very fortunate because I had the entrepreneurial spirit, even though I was in the school system teaching all the time. So we were pretty connected there, but unfortunately, we didn't bring our boys along enough. And what do you mean by that? We ended up losing one of our sons. One of our sons doesn't talk to us anymore. He's like, you guys didn't spend enough time. We don't understand where you're coming from anymore. Things have kind of changed. I, we're not close anymore. Yeah, and it yeah. really hurts. That's I appreciate you being vulnerable, sharing with that. I mean, honestly, that's crazy. But you know, as as part of the mission, it's like I I know that just saying that and bringing that to the light gives a lot of other entrepreneurs the permission to begin to heal these the different types of relationships. Because I want to take a step back from that for a second, because that is like okay, that's what's going on in the home. So how can you show up and be the best parent, be the best business leader, be the best you know, spouse, be the best parent, mm -hmm. you know, if everything is constantly moving in so many different directions that you feel so overwhelmed and so overworked that you can't get to the next level. So I know that a lot of people that are listening to this podcast or that are coming back and watching this, I'm, I know they can relate with that. So I'm gonna put this over here for a second. Okay. And then I wanna come back to this education side because while this is happening in your home, which is happening in a ton of entrepreneur homes, like let's be honest, you're also now kind of like on the other side, on the inside of the child's life. So you're seeing not only this thing going on in your house, but now you're inside the school and I'm sure that you can see a lot of different students and a lot of kids going through a lot of things. Obviously not all of them are, um, are children to entrepreneurial parents, mm -hmm. but why I'm bringing this up is like, okay, well, you say that's going on in the household, is what's going on in the, in the schools that's actually helping that, or is there anything at all, or is, I mean, is the kids just kind of fighting on their own once they go to school? Once they get to school, yeah, they're, you know, if their parents are super busy, maybe two jobs, maybe entrepreneurs, maybe small business owners, then they go home and it's like, oh, well, now we have homework to do. Well, we don't have time to do homework. We have this to do, that yeah. to do. I'm super tired from running my business. I'm super tired from working at my job. So the school system doesn't really help that either because you know here's your homework, here's what needs to be done, all those right. other things on top of regular family life. Well, it's interesting because, like I said, I, I, was, I was born in 1984, so mm -hmm. I was in, uh, what grade was I in 1995? I don't even know, I was like 11, so uh, I think sixth grade. Sixth grade, So it, I grew up in a time when like we had computer class, yes, like when we were when I was young, like first and second grade, but we went down to the old Macintosh computers. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. floppy disks, yeah. all that stuff. I remember when those first came out, those were like top of the line. That was the top of the line, right? Yeah, that was like, yeah. You could hook up to Apple with a Macintosh printer and you had the whole home computer yeah. system right in your house. Like it was pretty baller. But the reason I bring that up is because even by the time I graduated high school in 2003, mm -hmm. We had like computer class, but it was still barely anything. Like it's it wasn't still more typing, yeah, and word processing. It wasn't like even that. the concept of yeah. like computer skills or apps or mobile phones. Uh, no. So first, I want to understand what is what has that been like to experience that as a teacher? Mm -hmm. What has it been like to watch where you came in and to where you where you're now coming out? Mm -hmm. What is the the boom in technology? How do you think it's impacted the kids in your ability to teach and reach kids? That is absolutely amazing. I mean. Luckily, I loved technology and embraced technology myself. And um, there's still, unfortunately, some teachers who can't. It's just so hard and changing so fast. But the best thing about it is that we were able to start integrating all the computers, all the apps, because we were able to learn from those alongside the teacher. So the teacher could present something, and then they could go work on a computer program or mm. something and help reinforce those skills, or go learn something new and add to the discussion. 
Um, when the kids get older, they do what's called flipped learning lots of times where the teacher will assign an assignment. They'll go research and talk about something and then they'll come back to class and then the discussion will happen because mm. they're bringing some knowledge in with them. So sense. technology has become a staple in the classroom now instead of just something to add on. It, it's used back and forth. Like, yeah, it, well, I mean, that, that's a definitely a good thing. But let me ask you this. Is Oh, sounds like something's done in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smells good too. So let me ask you this then. So obviously there's a, there's a, a technology being integrated into the child's mm-hmm. life every day. Yeah. Do you feel like it's, it's giving children every opportunity to be creative thinkers and to go out and find a passion and to be able to live a life for a freedom or is it kind of geared towards like making kids go in a certain direction? That's hard because I mean, if, if the parent isn't kind of helping guide or the schools and helping to guide, you can get totally lost in the computer the technology and kind of lose that creative spirit. Yeah. But at the same time, if they're into the creative arts, design, etc., in the computer, there is the creativity. So I mean, it really depends on kind of the guidance, yeah. the support, the exploration that's possible. So I want to ask the question that everybody's thinking and why they're listening to this podcast or watching this video. So as, a, as an entrepreneurial family, we're gonna get into this in a second because they're here for a reason and they created something absolutely amazing. A lot of people here are like, oh my gosh, I know somebody that wants to get involved in that. I know somebody that wants to back that. I know people that have been looking to change education system. They've just been looking for the right model. Like what, they're created, what they've created is nothing short of spectacular. But before I get to that, I wanna, I wanna kind of dive into this point. What is this deal with the public school system? I mean, you think it's fulfilling the needs of parents and of children, is it falling short? Does it need to be redone? I mean, what is the deal with the public school system? Actually, real quick before we get into that, um, something you brought up earlier with, um, with with kids in school and parents and their time together. Yeah. Um, I used to help Christina with her homework uh, or the grading of the, she, she had so much homework. I got and it actually got to the point several years ago where she brought, she said, here, you do the math homework and I put up this page and I looked at it and I had no idea how to do second grade math. It's like I, I have absolutely no idea that this is math. And that, that was also part of the start of, of why we're getting in this is because, you know, I, I'm married to a teacher and she can't even explain this <laughs> right. math to me. Right. It's like how, are, how is some a child going to yeah. go home to their, to their parent, to a dad and say, hey, can you help me with my homework? And that quality time, instead of being yeah. time well spent with their kid, gets gets frustrating. It's like, I can't and, help then, and then it's like, man, when I was a kid, math made sense, right. blah, blah, so, blah. So, so essentially, one of the things that's already, that you're saying is wrong with the public school system that's failing kids is, is that not only is it difficult for the teachers to, to teach what the school mandates is taught and the way it's taught, but you're saying the kids go home, the parents are having a tough time teaching it either, and then I would imagine the child is probably left somewhere in the middle with no answer and nothing but frustration on both sides. Not right. able to explain enough to help them understand what they really need. And then a lot it, of what's happening right now then is the kids just need to pass a test. And so classes are geared towards kids passing a test. It's not about teaching them how to learn anymore. Interesting. It's, it's there's a test at the end of the year and you do all of this and this is how you pass the test. It has nothing whatsoever to do with teaching the child how to learn or actually educating them. It's just, it's just putting information in them that somebody else decided wow. that yeah. you should be put in there. 
So what, did, what about you? I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you think that's another thing that the school, public school system is failing now? Absolutely. I mean, there. Whenever you can't have your child go home and understand, or have their parents understand what they're doing. So, one way I can explain it is that for math, I would use three sets of language. I would use the way I learned it. I would use the way that most parents had probably learned it because over 27 right. years I've done it. Yeah. And then I taught the kids the new vocabulary and said, okay guys, this is what I'm teaching you. This is what, how your parents are gonna understand it. This That's is how super I, valuable. Right, so I was trying to help build my kids up and help them be successful. But again, three sets of language to get homework or a math assignment. Done. Right. And that's because she has 27 years of experience to be able to write yes, that language. Yeah. A lot of the new teachers out say, right now. I was going to say, how many, how many, I mean, would, I, and I don't know the answer to this question. I mean, nationwide, how many teachers do you think that are, have been in the schools for 27 years? We're losing um, experienced teachers right and left. Why is that? Frustration, um, tired, burnout, the change in behavior, the change in kids, the change in policy for administration, not feeling supported. Yeah. There's so much in it and it's really frustrating because we need those veteran teachers 100%. to help everybody understand and move forward. Every single person that's watching this or listening to this right now, I don't care how old you are, you can all remember that one or two teachers in your life that had an absolute impact that completely changed. I mean, I know for sure. For me, Mrs. Evans is like one of my, I, <laughs> yeah. I just go right away. I'm like, Mrs. Evans, if you're watching somewhere out there, my counselor, Mrs. Stone, like they, Mr. Deepasquale, these people changed my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they're at now, but it's like as a child, I remembered that. But you're saying that a lot of the behavioral changes that you're seeing as a veteran teacher combined with burnout, combined with all the things that you just listed, yeah. you're saying that the behavioral changes in the kids is becoming difficult. So what do you mean by that? Behavioral changes, how so? Um, well, unfortunately, the school system, the policies have changed so that um, we are getting kids in who have emotional disturbance. We have kids in who um, don't, you know, feel like they belong in the classroom. And so when that happens and behavior disruption happens, the teacher is asked to cope with that. You know, I, I'm sorry to say, a child might be throwing a chair across the room. And the teacher is supposed to be able to handle that. And it's times like that when it's really hard to protect the rest of your class and still deal with this child and make sure all of them are getting the help they need. It's just really, really tough. Well, that's the thing. It's like, and as an entrepreneur, here's the deal. It's like, if, if you are a solopreneur still, you know what it feels like just inside of your business trying to wear all the hats trying to learn everything on the go. And so you can relate exactly how a teacher must feel, but you guys are telling me now that not only are you feeling this in, within your school system, you have the history and things that have happened here with the family, and you're starting to realize like, we've tried our hardest, we're good people, we've done all the right things, we've given all the things, and still somewhere along the way, the system that promised to take care of us has failed my family, it's failed my education system, and it's failed our kids, and so it's like, what is that next step? Now, I, I wanna I wanna get into the big scary thing that you just did because you made a big scary decision a few oh, months ago. Yeah. And I wanna get into that one second, but before I do, her, let's go to you because you're here at this mastermind for a reason. I have been a life and a business strategist for the last six years and I've been helping people get through their limitations and then create businesses of freedom lifestyle so they can go out and they can make a big impact in the world and I've been doing that through storytelling and speaking. Now, a lot of you know that 
but I was hosting a retreat, a mastermind in uh, Montana, I think it was in June, I think it was in the June of 2022 here. And yes, figure that out deeply now, that would be great. <laughs> and so it's uh, to Herb, it's like, I wanna, I wanna share real quick why you guys are doing here in Phoenix, because you ended up at my mastermind in Montana in June. Tell us a little bit about what that, what that experience was like, how you got there and what happened. Um, well, several years ago, I had hurt myself really bad. I had a snowboarding accident. Mm. Um, well, it wasn't really an accident because um, I was having a, a really, really good time. Um, <laughs> but it was it was the last of several concussions, and it was a really, really bad one, and it, and it kind of took my life apart. Um, I didn't realize how, how bad that last hit did. Um, and as things were falling apart, as my business was falling apart, that's actually when I reached out to my son, trying to hope to bring him back to maybe help with the business, um, at least give him an opportunity to look. And that's when he really shut us out. And the depression and the anxiety of my business falling apart, thinking I was going crazy, this was before I had my brain scan. Um, my life just really, really went dark and took a really, really dark turn. Um, through this process and in the rebuilding of it, um, I, I had got a place to where I was stable, but I, I was still feeling really broken. I mm. didn't, I, didn't ha I said I didn't have a future because I, I wasn't at a place where I, I felt being able to build a business. Right. My life didn't fit into normal modes of operation anymore because of the way my brain started yeah. working. Um, and so when I helped, a, I helped a friend of mine move to Montana out of the blue, and she, which her her girlfriend's boyfriend was having <laughs> this thing, and and she said, "Well, you're helping me move. I'm going to be there. Because I she, don't want to go alone. You're my already, plus one." She already made an investment to attend, so she had a ticket to come to the mastermind herself, and the ticket she bought was a plus one. And Herb, since he was moving her from one state to Montana, was like, yo, she's like, yo, Herb, you're coming with me. And I would imagine, now that I know Herb like I know Herb, he was probably like, no, I'm not, right right off the bat. And then if I know her, she probably said, yes, yes you are. You are. I, I, it wasn't a no right off the bat because I've known Sierra for a long time. So it was also just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in. And it also gave me, I, I'm, I, I love her family. Yeah. Her daughters are like my, yeah. grand, my own granddaughters. Um, they are just dear and close to my heart. And so being able to do your event yeah. allowed me three more days, three more days with the family as well. Uh, that's, that's amazing. And so for any of you who have ever hosted events or anybody that does small seminars or retreats, and you know how hard it is one to get all it together, all the moving parts, make sure everything's taken care of, everybody's in. But you also know how important it is to get the right people in the right room. Because even if there's one person off, the energy, the dynamic of the entire weekend can change. So I tell you, we got started uh, on a Thursday night. Everybody flew in, they got their bedrooms, we got all their kitchen undone, it's all set up. We had a meetup and we had a bunch of people. But Sierra hadn't shown up yet. 
she was going to be late. She wasn't going to be until the next day. So we all go to bed and we wake up and we have breakfast and the, and the mastermind's all set up in the whiteboard. And I'm like, I mean, I'm talking to you guys. We are like three minutes from go time. And I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm, I did my Tony Robbins thing in the back of the corner. And I'm like, this is going to be a great event. We got, these people are jacked. They're so stoked to be here. And also we hear a knock on the door and it opens up and it's Sierra. And I, the guy I didn't know at the time, Mr. Herb. Mr. So, Herb. Mr. Herb, tell us, kind of, you can paraphrase it, as close as you go, what, what did you walk in the door pretty much and tell us? Oh, I walked in and I saw your big poster <laughs> and I have been at sales presentations before because like I said, I've been, I was in entrepreneurship for a lot, a lot of years before There's I hurt myself. Lots of small events. And I was, I was, at that time, there was so much going on. I was so broken. I was so much in pain. And I was so into my own misery that I, I couldn't even conceive of, of what was going on for you at that moment. And I walked in and I'm like, dude, I'm in the wrong room. He did. He walked it's in. It's like I got no business. I filed bankruptcy a while ago because my business collapsed so bad it took my personal finances with it. It's like I have no future. I'm driving for Uber. The brain damage. I, I just finished this. I'm in the middle of this coaching program that is is helping me kind of rebuild my life literally. a little bit like what he's saying right now that whole thing plus more like literally he i walked into his room and like, i yeah. just shattered him it was like i was like awesome let's all go get seated now <laughs> i'm like this should be good and you have to know if you've met, ever met herb in, in person uh, you have to he's very polarizing for for like the way he walks in it's just uh, he you notice him and you're kind of paying attention when he talks and so I'm like, here we go, we do this thing. Now, over the course of three days, I watched her completely transform and change in a lot of different ways. You go ahead and you make, you, you say, I wanna make this investment. I'm gonna make the investment to join your inner circle. After three days, you, you completely flipped and changed and we can talk about that in another time. That's not the important part. The important part was now you had to go and convince your wife that this decision was gonna be the most beneficial decision you could make for yourselves. God spoke to you during that mastermind. Again, we can get into that another time, but God spoke to you and he was, he was gonna give you back the idea you had for a school that you came up with before your head injury. Yes. But this time he clearly told you, Herb, it's no longer your school. This school belongs to the people, to the yes. collective. And so you came to me on day three of this event after you swore that it was not for you, you had no business and you go, holy crap, my wife and I have a business and, and she needs to do this and she needs to be part of it. And so you go home, you, you tell Christina and she says, I'm in. Yep. She says, I'm in. Now that's the part where I want to get back into you because you, you agreed to do it, but then you had to make a decision just a few months ago. The new school year was coming yeah. and you had to make a big scary decision. What was that decision that you had to make? That big scary decision was to walk away from my current seven year teaching career because I knew that once our school our new adventure got started, I couldn't walk away from the classroom. I had to do it twice in my career, and it was the worst school years of my life. I had these kids Ugh. depending on me, yeah. and having to either change classes, or leave the school, or whatever was going on those two times. It was horrible, and I knew I couldn't do that to another group of kids. 
this is why I love you guys. You guys are so perfect for this mission you're about to serve. Like you're such a true educator and you truly care so much about what's happening, how to do it. And you're such a brilliant man in, the, in general, but especially when it comes to business and putting these models together, it's like when I got an opportunity to meet you and learn about what it is you're creating and how you envision this education, bringing education home, it really blew my mind. Because I don't have to know a whole lot about homeschooling. I have enough people that I know that homeschool their kids to know that the parents are struggling in homeschooling. Not necessarily because the parents are stupid or not good at, at, at math, but because it's hard to do all the things within the household and then add another thing to it, like trying to figure out what curriculum does my state require? Well, what is the right schedule to have for my kiddos? Um, who has to teach that? How often do I have to do it? And then having to learn that and then follow up with it, it's like, it's super overwhelming. So what I want to go and ask you guys is we've already, you know, we've already know that the public school system is failing our families, especially if you're an entrepreneur family and you want more freedom. We know that the homeschooling model is leaving parents out to dry. It's basically like throwing them in the middle of the ocean and being like, hey, good luck. I hope you get back to the, hope you get back to shore. And so you came up with a completely new concept for both of you that, that, that you just, you absolutely, this is your mission. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what it's called and how it works and your ideology behind what this new way of education is. Vibrant Family Education is our new education model, and it is exactly what we've been saying, bringing education home. Um, you know, we're ready to strengthen families through education, but also through family development. We need to make sure that as these children are learning at home, that they're not just at home, that they have the support of possibly a licensed teacher to help teach when parents get stuck, to help give the curriculum that they need for the state that they're in and still keep all of these things kind of balanced. So yes, the parent will be extremely involved, but at the same time, they have the support to make it all work. So how, what does that look like? like so like when a family comes to you, I mean, what is the process? How does it look? How do you help the children? How do you help the family? And how do you bring education home so you make sure that the family's not falling apart, that the kids are getting education? How do you bring it together and really repair that family nucleus? Well, the first thing is, of course, an application process because it, it's a big endeavor. It's something that we really want to make sure that is a good fit for us and for the family. But as well as that, I'm able to give them the curriculum that they need so they don't have to go search through websites and this and that and everything else to find the curriculum that the student needs to learn for that grade level. Also, um, we're able to give them extra support as far as like one-on-one -on -one coaching or reteaching mm. or whatever the student needs to help them be successful. Or the parents like, you know what, I wanna learn so I can really teach my child. Awesome, book the one-on-one -on -one coaching, I'll teach you and then you can go back and help That's teach wild. your child. So it's, it's homeschooling, but with the complete support of someone who knows how to do the system, how to do the lessons, how to help them be successful. Mm. And then there's a whole nother umbrella around that the coaching that he wants to bring in that's going to help make that family dynamic super strong yeah and what does that look like for you yeah, because it's not just about the the curriculum that is required um that's actually kind of part of the problem what what we really need to do is actually start teaching children how to be people yeah, because right now nice. what's going on in our school is is by teaching them how to how to take a test and not actually learn they're, they're just creating little like propaganda bots. Yeah, yeah um, that's a good way to put it. So um, by, by teaching them how to learn, by teaching them about psychology, by teaching them um, about the differences in personalities, not, not like college level stuff, but at the young age, give them some, some 
context and some groundwork and some framework. And so then as they get older, that, that, the things that made them wrong, like, like I was very introverted, I needed to be by myself. And, and because there's all these kids that could talk and be out there, I felt like I was wrong right. and that there was something wrong with yeah. me because I wasn't like that. Yeah. And so that, that creates trauma in kids by being different. And the school system doesn't teach that. They kind of do like, oh, everybody's different, deal with it, right? But if you could get into, hey, this is the way personalities work, and you can now know that that's your personality and choose different options, I mean, that, that would be an incredibly valuable thing to learn at a young age. Oh, 100%. I didn't, I didn't learn that until I was 50 years old. Well, the, the, thing, the, thing, the thing that I love about the Model 2 is that for entrepreneurial parents, it's all of that. So it's like, yes, most parents want to bring their kids out of the public school system they're entrepreneur parents because they don't agree with the school system. They don't agree with the way it's going and they don't want their kids learning in that framework. So they, you're telling you can bring the kids out and actually have this, this model that the parent is almost completely in control of yes. in conjunction with you. You're helping the parents integrate that model, learn that model, and then you're giving them coaching so they can facilitate that, that to their children. Yeah, and then the, the greater coaching is, is actually once they get the school under control, um, there, there's a lot to do with, with socializing your kid yeah. too, and that's getting them out in the public. And we can coach them, like if you're gonna I love go, this part if you're gonna go yeah. out to yeah. a ball game, yeah. it's like there's math, there's yeah. geometry, there's like all sorts of things that you can teach you can learn. Yeah, exactly. um, if you're gonna if you're gonna go to a, a mastermind, you would be able to bring your family yeah. and research the town you're going to and visit museums and local yeah. history and get your local U.S. history. And you can talk to us and we can work with the different families and create a community is like, hey, what's yeah. cool to do over here? And as a family, and then after your meeting, you know, spend some time with your family, yeah. bring them with you wherever well, you and, go. And that's the part that I was getting at, and I love that you just said that because it's exactly the part as an entrepreneur that we love, right? Like, 2020 proved to us <clears throat> that our kids can learn virtually online. Yeah. Okay, it proved to us that most of us adults can work remotely. Mm -hmm. And now the problem that we're finding is that a lot of parents do have the means and the ability to travel, to, to move around about the country, about the world, mm -hmm. but their kids are either stuck in school or they don't know how to homeschool them and don't have, don't have the time to learn it. And exactly. so what you're doing is saying, hey, yo, we're gonna give families back their freedom. Yeah. We're gonna give them the freedom of education. Yeah. We're gonna give them the financial freedom, the, the build at the time freedom, and the ability then to use more time, more energy yeah. to make more money. And so in a roundabout way, it's like this, you're repairing this whole family dynamic yeah. for entrepreneur families who want to take control of the education, bring it back home and raise little leaders they're going to go out and impact the world tomorrow. Exactly. Right, because entrepreneurs are already working on personal development. Yeah. Entrepreneurship <clears throat> is personal yeah. development. Yeah. So and, bring the kids and so along. if you're working on yourself and you're working on your business and, and you're doing all of this for your family, yeah. it's like take that, take part of that investment and bring them yeah. with you. Well, Don't wait until you reach the finish line and reach back because you're going to be missing that. Yeah. Well, make that part of your mission. Make them. Because if you start teaching, if the curriculum has has the language of yeah. your business, if you're teaching them the fundamentals of economics right. and real estate and taxes Logic. And, and, and actual real life application, yeah. it's like they can live their life and know how to move through. Yeah, life. by exactly. the time and, and not that it's it, but find success in life. Yes, yes, and yeah. without the trauma. Right, and and well, there'll still be traumas, but yeah. but to be able to take instead of a trauma and make it challenging. Yeah. 
because I really think that we can challenge our kids in a in a helpful benefit oh, way to, to promote growth without actually traumatizing yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, I think that the whole entire thing is genius and I love that you guys are just the perfect two to make this mission start. And so to end this, this, this interview, I want to know what is the mission, like the, how, what is the mission for vibrant family education and what do you see your, your mission impacting the world going forward? How do you see that? Well, our main mission statement is to strengthen family relationships through education and family development so that those entrepreneurs, those families, those children can go out and help communities and help mm, improve our world. That's powerful. Because the entrepreneurs, we entrepreneurs here are building the stuff that changes the world. Mm, let's go. And, and, if we, and if we are building our families and we make that important as we go, then the societies and the businesses and the stuff that we create will also make that a priority. Because 100%. as you do anything, you do everything. 100%. I gotta be honest, and I love that you just said that. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is why, and this is, and I don't mean to be a dick to entrepreneur parents, but as an entrepreneur, as a leader, I can't take you serious if you're telling me that you invest in your business and you'll invest in your personal development, but you want your kids to go through the public school system or, or homeschool, and then you expect them to get the results that you were able to get, but had to invest twice, three times the money to, to achieve. So what I'm saying is a lot of these entrepreneur parents, I mean, I, I know they want to do the best and they're trying the best, but if you haven't thought about the concept of investing in your child's education and actual education that's going to help them avoid all the pitfalls that we've experienced as adults and older adults, like, what are we talking about here? And that's one of the things that when, when I got to talking to you, you all, I, that, that was the main thing that stuck out is I'm like, every entrepreneur needs to do this. Like every entrepreneur, one needs to take control of the child's education. Because you can't be serious if you're about your, your the, the legacy of your family if you're only investing in yourself and your business, but not in your child's future, not in your college. I mean, not in a real, like, here's the ROI that you get when they go through the school system. Yeah. You know, the, the, C, the COI, the cost of an action they learn from public schools is, is outstanding or is astronomical. But to end this then, you know, Herb, I'll end with you. How do you see this mission impacting the, the future of the education system as we move forward? Oh um, well, I, I see this. I, I see this going amazingly well. Um, so a, as we start to grow, I can see first starting with like yearly events. Heck yeah! And and at these events, the families will come together and and build to semi-annual, quarterly, and and start building event centers in different places that we want to be. So we could build event centers that that not only. Um, work for us, but we're going to have a family of entrepreneurs that are going to need places to do their things. So their as our family builds, their mastermind will. And and again, as it gets bigger, it's like some of the really cool things that we could do is the kids that are into oh, entrepreneurship can can at our masterminds at our at our events. The entrepreneur kids can have like a business competition, and the kids who love art maybe a singing competition. Invite like like some people like yeah. the little small voice competition yeah. and the dancers have this and create these little pods and groups and then at the end of, of the week of the mastermind and the families yeah. and bringing them all together then we could have like these competitions and these and the parents can get to sit watch their kids do amazing stuff that as it well, just it's dynamic. just yeah I love it. Y'all, this has been uh, uh, amazing. I, I love uh, the model that you guys have. Vibrant Family Education, Christina and Herb. If you guys want to know more information, you can reach out to them on any social media platform. You can reach out and comment on this video. They'd love to help you. They'd love to tell you more about how your child can be bring their education home, give your family more freedom, tighter bond, more connection. 
and let's be honest, more of an opportunity to set them up for success. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.